I'm your host, Ken Lane, and this is the show where I bring on stellar guests from across the API universe to discuss, debate, and solve the latest topics around APIs and API first. Welcome to Breaking Changes TLDR, where we deviate from our normal weekly interview to focus on a specific topic, providing much more bite-sized segments to our subscribers. With Breaking Changes TLDR, we're looking to explore a diverse range of topics from across the world of APIs, but I'm really hoping to break things down in a way that makes them more accessible to a wider audience. Today, we're going to talk with Kier Lamont from the Computer and Communications Industry Association about the augmenting compatibility and competition by enabling service switching. Wow, that's a mouthful, but also known as the Access Act of 2021. It, that's moving through the Congress in the United States right now. Let's dive in. What is the Access Act of 2021? So starting at the beginning, I would say uh, in October 2020, the United States House Judiciary Subcommittee on Antitrust completed a 16-month investigation into competition on digital markets. Uh, the completion of that investigation resulted in a 450-page staff report of uh, findings and recommendations. Now, three pages of that report was focused on promoting innovation through interoperability and open access. Now, more recently in June of this year, we're seeing some outcomes from that report with members of the antitrust subcommittee introducing five separate bills focused on competition issues. Now, these bills range from kind of relatively non-controversial. There's one that would uh, focus on raising uh, merger filing fees to increase funding for antitrust uh, in enforcement. Uh, some are more kind of controversial. There's a uh, proposal that would essentially rewrite our prevailing antitrust norms uh, and include structural separation requirements for uh, integrated services that have different lines of business. And this could potentially have major negative impacts on many of the free digital services that consumers currently enjoy. So. One of these five bills is the Access Act. Uh, that's the backronym, uh, and we and uh, its full title is the Augmenting Compatibility and Competition by Enabling Service Switching, as you said. And so this bill is actually kind of the odd one out among this package. It wasn't uh, fully the product of this uh, committee, as it seems. Much of the text was borrowed from a previous uh, 2019 bill in the United States Senate. So the Access Act essentially singles out a handful of large so-called covered platforms and imposes obligations on those platforms to enable data portability and interoperability with competitors and any potential competitors. Wow, that, that's pretty grand vision and, and quite a precedent from an API perspective. But is the the lack of detail in the act a problem? I think it absolutely is. And uh Thank you for that great question. So my organization has some pretty significant concerns with the approach that this bill is taking to data portability and interoperability. These are concepts that can be pro-consumer, can be pro-innovation, and we've supported portability and interoperability in many contexts in the past. Uh, however, if you when it comes to actually mandating data portability and interoperability, there's kind of a suite of different uh, policy and technical issues that are raised, which we don't really see grappled with within the uh, substance of this act itself. Data portability is mandated. 
However, data is, is not defined. That's yeah. left to the Federal Trade Commission to figure out on the back end. Interoperability is required. And once again, interoperability is not defined within the context of the act itself. So I think looking at this bill, there's a, we're kind of left scratching our heads as to what changes in industry and business practices are actually being sought under, under the bill itself. Yeah, I can see there's going to be a lot of questions from anybody that's going to be impacted by this legislation. But do you think the the government should be in the business of defining these kind of standards? The Federal Trade Commission, which would be kind of the main entity put in charge of setting kind of the standards for enabling portability and interoperability, certainly has technical expertise, uh, has played a beneficial role in uh, rulemaking in the past. However, that rulemaking is usually best served kind of answering narrow questions to help uh, laws remain flexible and relevant in light of emerging technology, uh, kind of kicking some of these huge kind of fundamental questions, fundamental balancing trade-offs about how these uh, interfaces would work to the FTC uh, seems like it would just be opening up kind of a new political football that could go back and forth as the balance of power shifts in, in Washington going forward and kind of uh, a narrower role for, for the agency and answer some of the, answering some of the technical specifics would probably uh, be a better path forward here. Uh, we've seen, uh, obviously, you know, in the industry space before, there have been uh, efforts to promote data portability and interoperability. They're usually kind of most successful when it's multi-stakeholder-led, voluntary, open-source efforts that uh, various partners can sign up for and participate in. And when you start mandating these requirements and actually giving a very short timeline to actually have results and start implicating them, you you risk having a host of uh, uh, negative impacts if, if privacy and security standards and requirements aren't fully thought through, if some of the issues relating to incentives to innovate and the uh, ability to continue to differentiate your services and products, if you're required to integrate them through interoperability with your competitors. Uh, if some of those uh, issues aren't, aren't considered, I can see major drawbacks here, both for business and, uh, and consumer welfare and the products they enjoy. It feels like it'll be critical to make sure and have the right people at the table for this. But could there could there be other downstream effects to this type of legislation? I, I think that's a good question. Um, I think a benefit of uh, some of those other uh, areas of potential regulation that you discussed is that they are kind of looking at specific sectors and setting the rules for a specific sector. Uh, when it comes to just requiring data portability and interoperability for covered platforms, uh, many of these platforms are involved in kind of different lines of business, offering different services, and it's, it's not clear what uh, interoperability necessarily means actually in the context of some of those services. Uh, so there's, uh, I think there's, there's definitely a, a the, there could definitely be downstream impacts or, and influence of the rules that are being set here. Uh, however, it's it's unclear kind of what that would be because again, this is just such kind of an open-ended uh, kind of question at this point. These issues are so open-ended. It's, it's unclear what the actual impact and result of uh, setting rules pursuant to the Access Act would be. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see the effects. That is, if it passes. 
I mean, what do you what do you think the overall success of this bill is going to be? It's already passed the first hurdle. Uh, it's advanced through the House Judiciary Committee on a relatively narrow vote with a bipartisan support as well as bipartisan opposition. Um, I one thing I'm encouraged by is that lawmakers did seem receptive uh, to some of the concerns that uh, various groups have raised and did. I believe, uh, attach seven different amendments to the Access Act during that markup. Uh, and some of those amendments will help. Uh, one amendment was to slightly soften the requirement that any adjustment that you make to your API receive prior approval from the Federal Trade Commission. Uh, there, was an, there were other changes to slightly extend the time period that would be required for actually implementing all these new portability and interoperability requirements. So the bill has advanced from the first hurdle, but we do see that lawmakers do appear receptive to, to making some changes to this. Um, in the context of this bill and the entire uh, kind of antitrust package of bills that uh, I discussed earlier in this call, we have heard from some leadership uh, in the Democratic Party that these bills may not yet be ready for prime time and may not yet be ready to be heard on the full House floor. So I think these kind of conversations with lawmakers and uh, with kind of industry partners and various advocacy groups are ongoing and there is a potential to uh, make additional kind of positive amendments to this legislation going forward. Uh, beyond that, I, I can't really predict what the, uh, <laughs> the chance of overhaul, or overall success may be at this point. Agreed. I'm not too optimistic about it, but I still feel it provides a relevant precedent regardless of what, what the outcomes are. Anything else we should consider about this legislation? Sure. I, I would say just I would point to the resources that we've already produced on this. I've, I've written a blog post on our website, projectdisco.com, uh, looking specifically at the Access Act. Uh, some of my colleagues at CCIA have written about uh, some of the other bills and concerns we have with those bills that are coming forward. And uh, I would say that would, be, that would be a good place to start. But these are major proposals that have the potential to rewrite our kind of the, the dominant kind of antitrust standards that have existed in the, the United States for decades at this point, kind of shifting uh, away the focus from consumer welfare to some presumptions about bigness in and of itself uh, being bad. So I, I would say that this is, this is an issue worth following. Clearly, there's a lot of politics at play, and we indeed will be following it pretty closely. I really appreciate your expertise on this. For us technologists, it's easy to think about things from such a technical point of view, but you really help me see it through a policy lens. I appreciate it. Thanks for being part of our discussion on this very important bit of legislation. You can subscribe to Breaking Changes TLDR segments as well as full Breaking Changes episodes on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts or head over to postman.com slash events slash breaking dash changes for more information. <laughs> <laughs>